Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show today. We're discussing the Lower Mountain Fork River and Broken Bow, and later in the show, $2 billion theme park in Oklahoma, and it's not Disney. I'm Brett. <laughs> I'm Harley. <laughs> it's not Disney. It's not. Which, speaking of Disney real quick, okay. I'm a physical media guy. Disney announced in the region of Australia... Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which ironically is your favorite movie of the year so far. Oh, yeah. Will be their last movie they produce in physical media in Australia. The wave is coming, man. It's coming. I am not a fan of buying things that I don't actually own. Like, yeah. I'm done with, who was it, um, John Deere wanted to have where you couldn't buy their stuff. Uh-huh. You had to just lease it. Yeah. And, like, if you needed... Well, and you and I had this... We've had this conversation quite a bit because, I'm going to say it, you're a, kind of one of the voodoo video pioneers before it got bought by Fandango. Right. Because I remember we were we were talking about the fact that you're paying $20 for a non... And this isn't when physical media was... This is when physical media was still pretty prevalent. Mm-hmm. You did, it was more than a shelf at Walmart. It was still a thing at Best Buy. Right. And they're charging you the same price for a brand new physical copy as they do the digital. I, it's never made any sense no, to it me. Make and I don't, sense. and unless they do something drastic, there's always going to, I think there's always going to be a market for physical media. It may be why some of your pre-owned stores that are still, that are still doing really well. Because there are people like me, and on occasion, probably not so much like you anymore, but that still buy physical copies of movies. I buy physical copies of movies all the time. I just, I don't know. I don't like the changing of the, the I don't like the changing of the tide. I can see it coming. Well, you like physical media. Yeah, I do. And I also know that you really like... Broken Bow? Kayaking on the river. I, You know what? I may like physical media just... It gets a slight edge over kayaking. I probably buy more movies in a year than I kayak in five. But yes, <laughs> kayaking is on my list of things. It's on my bucket list to, of things to do to create my death. Not necessarily do before I die, but maybe to die. Well, we've oh. been talking a lot about <laughs> Broken Bow in really southeastern Oklahoma here recently. Yeah, and it got me thinking about (laughs) some of the times that I visited the rivers down there, specifically Lower Mountain Fork River, which I don't think that you would do. So we've done the Illinois and kayaks and canoes, and I think that that maxed out the Brett uh, anxiety meter. Well, and that if you compare the two, Tahlequah is kind of the it's a you know, it's a small world after all log ride at Disney. Uh-huh. Through a a channel that doesn't let you go anywhere. <laughs> it's a bumper car for amusement. This is not. No, it's well, I'm gonna say it's not technically it's not it's probably not that much worse. Right. As as far as whitewater goes. But it is hailed as the best whitewater stream in the state. And I don't know about you, 
but it is too damn hot to not be in the water right Dude, now. That this is a time where I'm like I'm begging to capsize. Yeah, for sure. But hoping to not die under the kayak. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this stream though, perfect place for that. The water is cold, it comes out of the lake, right there at a dam. Yeah. It really is peaceful. It's tranquil. And if you're not a kayaker, dude, I'm telling you, there are spots where you can just sit and watch the water going over the... the yeah. Watch the, the people boulders. going over. Yeah. Dude, it is tranquil. Yeah, it's, it's tranquil. If you've got a, a spot to sit and that's your thing, this is probably got to be top five things to do in Oklahoma. Honestly. In the summertime, in the I summertime, don't... In the summertime, not doubt about it. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. This is one of the purest rivers in the state, though. It's lined with, like, 100-year-old cypress trees. The scenery is gorgeous. Yeah. And I can't do justice to the waterfalls yeah. that, that are there, but they basically open up the dam a couple of times a day, and it completely changes the, the landscape of the river for a couple hours. So you can go and hang out for an afternoon and experience like two different rivers in the same spot. We've been in and around things that are geographically similar. It's still, we talk about it on every show, just about when it comes to this, especially this part of the country. And maybe we should venture off, you know, more in the other direction and up and up that way, north more. But this is something out of Montana. This is Colorado. People, people that exile to go other places to do destination geography. Right. It's right here, a couple of hours away from here. Yeah. And you, if you looked at it, you wouldn't know that. No, I agree. The, the river itself is 98 miles long and it's divided into two sections, the lower and the upper. It flows through part of the, the Wichita mountains. And the lower Mountain Fork River, though, is twelve mi- has 12 miles of designated trout fishing. So there's plenty of room to spread out. So picturesque. They This is the area where they, they stock the rainbow trout and brown trout every other Thursday year-round. It's super popular for trout fishing. They've, they've pulled some, some rainbow trout out of there that will make a smallmouth bass shiver in its... Gills. I swear Take that out. Take that out. Take it out. I was waiting for you to say something. Anything. <laughs> it's definitely staying in the show. God, I hate you with a passion. The river, though, is very popular with canoe and kayak kayakers as a float trip destination. Again, I think spring, I think fall yeah. are awesome. Don't do it on opening day. It's too damn cold. But summertime, dude, right now? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any place that I would rather be. If I'm going to be outside, yeah. I want to be in moving water, moving cold water. I was watching a video. They weren't here, obviously, but some people that were out kayak, you know, kayak fishing on a lake. Mm-hmm. And it was so hot that there was a group of them and they were all, and most of them were self-propelled. So they just kind of went, were just hanging out, holding on to the back of their kayak. It's that hot. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't know if it's that hot. It's ridiculously hot, Harley. It's the, it's it's a dry heat. <laughs> There's about five <laughs> miles of the lower river, though, that runs through Beaver's Bend State yeah. Park. Boat access is unlimited there. And then below the park area, there's a public access points at the dam yeah. and near the Presbyterian Falls. 
and there are camping and cabin rentals available in the area. Obviously, this is the Broken Bow area, so there's obviously going to be some cabins around, but plenty of nice camping spots. One of the awesome things about this river... There's a lot of awesome things about it. One of many. Okay. I, I need a thesaurus. What's another word for awesome? One of the great things about this river is that it has a constant flow of refreshingly cold water. What is another word for absolutely? Because um, that's where we would, we would insert absolutely. We would say absolutely <laughs> right there. You are you are correct, sir. We'll do the Ed McMahon. You're correct, sir. Yes. <laughs> but as far as swimming goes, I'm telling you, I think if you go down there right this second, there's probably a hundred people who found several small pools along this hundred miles of river to swim, to soak up to their to their eyeballs in the water and try to breathe through the top of their scalps. Fun fact, I can can you swim underwater? Yeah. What? Okay. What kind of question is that? It's an easy one. Can you swim underwater? Everybody can swim underwater. Okay. Can you swim above? <laughs> can you swim like just above water? Well, yes, I can swim okay, above Jesus. water. I'm not saying walk on water, which you think you can do that too. Can you float? Yes, I can float. How can someone write in or or tell us how I can float? No, I am the most lame pool party guest because I'm just everybody's like, yeah, man, come on, man, yeah, and I'm just sitting there like splashing, like splashing myself in the shallow end you, because I can't. Here's, here's what you need: you need like a floaty <laughs> underpants, like that are like depends, but are actually a flotation device. Oh, so so I'll have. But it, like adult floaties. But it looks like I have a diaper butt. <laughs> deep end, di- diaper butt in the deep end. That's what we'll call deep end diaper butts from the makers of Depends. Yeah, I think I think so. Will I die drowning? Well, it depends. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> swimming. When you talk about swimming activities, that's my thing about the river. Okay, here's the thing. You don't have to swim. You can literally just get in the water no. and sit down in water oh. that is shoulder deep. Oh, while and over, while everybody over here is doing cannonballs and jackknives, I'm over like, wee, wee. I just, come on, man. Dude, you know how many people I see sitting in the river or in the they're lake? They're drunk. On a, on a lake chair where they're just sitting, you know, like armpit deep drinking a beer or passed out right with a can koozie i want to be like i'm I'm like the little mermaid i want to be where the people are that's what i want to be you're not a child you know how many adults you see like oh my god we're we're diving for pennies at the bottom of lake thunderbird right if i died a thing i know but if i if i wanted to die for pennies there's a 99 percent chance that i'm not coming back up then don't but what if I want to? What if I want to die for pennies? <laughs> Anyways, tell me more about water activities that I can sit and splash like a forty-six-year-old, <laughs> like a forty-six-year-old, five-year-old. Sounds like fun. <laughs> it is fun, and it's really a place that you can get away from the city. And it seems like you're in Oregon, just a gorgeous wilderness river environment. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to unplug occasionally. I think this is a place to do it. Yeah. It, you know, we say it a lot, and maybe, I don't know, as, as soon as those checks stop coming from the tourism department, 
Maybe we'll stop talk, talking so lovingly about it. But <laughs> <laughs> we will include a link in the show notes to Travel OK's website with more information about the Lower Mountain Fork River in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. And coming up after the break, a $2 billion I'm not going to do it. And coming up after the break, a $2 billion theme park. So they're bringing in some fiber optic. I don't know what it is. It's supposed to be in available in my area, but it's literally, well, you're a block away. Your your area doesn't. Can you Can you dig a hole? Can you just dig a ditch and drag the cable? Or the whatever. We're in a wireless generation. Why are we? Well, we can't dig a hole deep. In, what do you mean? The internet is in the air. I hate the big guys. It's been nothing but a pain in the... Took us. For internet? For internet. I. It's not getting any cheaper. Neither is my cell phone bill. I looked at my cell phone bill. Ridiculous. For me. For just me. I'm paying 100 plus a month. Good Lord. Yes. You it's time for you to move to eastern Oklahoma. I'm saying it. I'm going to say it again. We keep saying it every week. I'm moving. I am moving. Is it? But I just need to know if the child care is any cheaper there. <laughs> I don't know if the child care is cheaper, but Bravado Wireless is definitely cheaper. Yes. And if I wanted to live stream my family, since I'm moving to eastern Oklahoma and they're probably going to stay here, I can do that with Bravado Wireless. You can't do that with anybody else. I don't know that they would live stream your family for you, but as a local business, they are passionate about building community. Yes. And they do live stream local events. Well, it is a seeing my kids could be a local event. Have you met my kids? It's a circus. You're not going to have to deal with the circus of the big guys yes, when you're using a, Bravado Wireless. Ugh, don't get me started. They're not big impersonal national carriers. They're your neighbors. They're, they Seriously, they work where you work. You run into, run into them in the grocery store. They probably, if you're laying on your payment and they see you on the toilet paper aisle, they're not going to, they're not going to accost you about your bill. <laughs> I guarantee they won't. Uh, AT&T, I promise you. They're going to come at you, come at you at the, to in the toilet paper aisle. They would make aisle. you feel guilty for buying two ply because you owe them money. Well, no. I think that that should be Bravado's new tagline. Bravado Wireless. We're not going to berate you on the toilet paper aisle. Or your phone bill. And if you're looking for some of the best deals in wireless, the best deals in internet, you need to check out Bravado Wireless. Do it today. You can give them a call at 1-866-500-8488. That's 1-866-500-8488. Or find them on the web at bravadowireless.com. Bert. Bert. Did you hear the news? We're getting a $2 billion Walt Disney. I think there, there are some doubters. <laughs> there is some doubters. There are some doubters. That's a lot of... Here's the thing. You're going to read the read the headline first again. I need to hear it out loud. Okay, headline. $2 billion theme park opening in Oklahoma rivaling the size of Disney. This news story is from Laura Morrison, a Fox affiliate in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, experts are saying, oh, over my dead buddy. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what I'm thinking. That's probably what the House of Mouse said. What do you mean these rednecks are putting in a theme park? We've got to do better. Yeah, you do need to do better. You need more pro, better programming on Disney+. Plus. Your last three shows have been terrible. Anyway, I saw sorry. a video of somebody <laughs> walking. See, here's the thing. What? they There are some doubters as far as this happening, but I've seen several videos where the people... The mock-up walkthrough? 
Go ahead. Sorry. I'll let you finish. I'm excited. It's $2 billion. I've seen several videos of people walking around Disney parks Mm -hmm. where it looks empty. Well, you know, three or four people in frame. Do you know how much it costs for four people to have a Disney vacation? One billion dollars. It's like four or five grand. Oh, yeah. Because some, I've watched a few people do videos where a day in the life at Disney, we spent $500 on souvenirs. We spent $600 on, I mean, it's like, golly. Amber used to be a Disney park goer, and it was literally, she saved up an entire year Uh to go to Disney. Yeah. And then when she got back, she started saving again for the next trip to Disney. You spend a whole year of your life saving money to go to a theme park. Maybe the theme park's overpriced. I think so. It's not... What is their theme? The Magical Kingdom? No. There's nothing magical about... I mean, my my kid... Hey, we're both parents. Our kids deserve the world, right? Oh, yeah. Not Disney World. I can, prom- <laughs> I can promise you that, but... Well, the, the new story, though. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A theme park to rival the size of Disney's Magic Kingdom is going to open up in Venita, Oklahoma. Yeah. American Heartland Theme Park and Resort. So, they have ties to... Branson. Branson, Missouri. Yeah. It kind of has a Branson-y ring to it, doesn't it? It does, but it makes a lot of sense. We discussed this leading up to the show. Yeah. That we have gone from spending or having $7 billion in economic impact from tourism in this state. Yeah. To almost $13 billion in the span of three or four years. Yeah. It, it, the writing's kind of on the wall because, it, you know, we've also done... News stories about the new amphitheater that they're going to be putting in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're spending a lot. They're putting a lot of money in. Uh-huh. I mean, if there was ever a definition of playing the long game, that's what the state of Oklahoma is doing right now. Now, I think the biggest question is, and a lot of people are out there going, okay, we'll see about that. We'll see about I mean, because when you think $2 billion, the first thing people say is, well, where's the money coming from? The second thing people say is, again, I'll believe it when I see it. The third people... Third thing, people say, when can I buy tickets? Uh-huh. Well, it's slated to open up in um, 2025. Man, that's quick. 2026 in stages, apparently. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's supposed to cover 125 acres. The park is supposed yeah. to cover 125 acres, which is going to be situated next to a new campground RV park uh-huh. area that they're calling Three Ponies. And then there's also going to be a 300-room hotel, complete with an indoor water park yeah. being built. And then the expansion is supposed to be an additional thousand acres. From what I understand, and kind of listening to the way you're listing off, you know, campground to RVs and all the, I think they're starting with the RV and campgrounds first, which is probably smart and easy. Moving into the hotel next. I don't know. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, smart money says RV park and campground first. I I build your audience. I would agree with that. Yeah. But as far as the park goes, they have some online mock-ups of the park. It looks really cool. The park is going to be broken up similar to like yeah. Disneyland and there are different lands, air yeah. quotes for people to explore. And the way they have it broken up right now is the Great Plains, Bayou Bay, Big Timber Falls, Stony Point Harbor, Liberty Village and Electropolis. A lot of me gets Branson vibes. The other part of me gets redneck Disney vibes. And then there's another part of me, maybe it's because it's about to turn 40, 
I get Wally World vibes. I don't know. I think it really depends on the way that it is executed. Yeah. I think you can go any one of those directions very easily. But at the same time, you know, if you do it right, you pay attention to details. And unlike Disney, if you are willing to listen to your, if you're willing to listen to your customer base. Yeah. Then I think you could really make a run. I do too. I mean, I'm not saying that we don't need something like that already. I don't know what I don't know what Frontier City brings. Um, how many asses they put in seats over there? I think it would be cool to have a destination location like that to go. My only concern is, can you imagine the line to get in or to get tickets or what? And it, what are the ticket prices going to be? What is the package? I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to rival Disney, if you're going to spend $2 billion on something, is this going to be one of those situations where you're going to, the minute you find out when tickets go on sale, do you start selling stuff? I mean, you know, what What are we looking at there? I mean, it, surely it can't be cheap. I don't think it's going to be cheap, but I don't think I don't think it's necessary. I mean, when you're talking, they're talking about having 2 to 4 million visitors a year. Damn it. You don't have to charge a lot per person. To start recouping that, it yeah. doesn't. You don't need five thousand dollars a family yeah. to keep that afloat if you're getting that much traffic. Yeah, I guess I don't think about it because I'm not a theme park guy. Honestly, I I haven't been to Frontier City in probably twenty five years. I haven't. I've never been to Whitewater. Probably You've never been to Whitewater. Uh, uh-uh. never it's been not to Whitewater. Whitewater anymore. Renegade Rapids or Whitewater, Texas water slides or whatever it is now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Running water, crazy party place. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I've never been there. Um, dude, you had to have money to do that kind of stuff when you were a kid. I didn't have any friends that, that had a, a pass. And, oh, and you're terrified of water. So I, wasn't, not, I wasn't then. I just didn't. It was just not Did something. you float then? I don't think so. So you still sank to the bottom? Listen, in the 80s, these are the, the swimming lessons you got. My cousin Chuck, we're at Lake Texoma. I can take you to the spot right now, Catfish Bay. They're saying, um, all right, we're about ready to head out on the boat, go do whatever, go to the sandy beach. Brett doesn't know how to swim. Brett doesn't What do you mean, Brett? You know how it is. Brett don't, what do you mean, Brett don't know how to swim? He doesn't know how to swim. All right. Chuck says, Brett, come here. I'm paraphrasing. He grabs me, throws me in the water, says, swim. I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> I got a stepdad that's just like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. You don't just get in and drive. So that's why I don't float probably because somebody threw me in the water at Lake Texoma in 1985. Anyway, no. So you got waterlogged in 85 and now you don't float anymore. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I pretend to hate water because I don't want to sit there and look like a dork, dick. That's just all there is to it. Do you look like a dork all the time. I know, but I look like a really big dork in the water. Splashing around with my pool, pool toys over in the corner. Anyway, it sounds like a two, $2 billion. If you want to keep up on this news story, we're going to, we're going to keep a, our, as you can tell, we're doing a damn good job of keeping you guys up to date right here. We've done nothing but talk about how poorly I can swim. We're going to do our best to keep you up to speed on this and other tourism related stories. That are developing. Right. Uh, we'll include a link in the show notes. <laughs> Dude, we're hopping. We're we're the most happening tourism podcast next to armchair quarterback or whatever his name is. What? The armchair oh. guy. It's not a guy. It's a team. 
team this is armchair. one of the reasons that they're never going to be successful. There are like 109 people affiliated with uh, that. I'm like, sorry, if you have a producer, an executive producer, and, you know, a key grip, and a best boy, and a stuntman, and, yeah. you know, 13 audio processors, and, you know, a social media executive, and... Yeah, if you're not making... You know what? If you're not recording your podcast in what would have been a kid's bedroom... <laughs> On an old eight track that you somehow figured out how to record onto, you're right. not doing it right. You're not doing it right. So feedback. Yes. Start off with. So we got a, a boost on Fountain, which I think is super cool. But I'm I'm more in love with the name of the person that gave us the boost. Okay. The boost. Um, only one cannoli only on one cannoli. Fountain. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. I thought I thought that was an awesome name. Uh, gave us a 475 sat boost on Fountain. So if you guys are using the podcasting 2.0 apps and you want Brett and I to be able to take swimming lessons, you can always give us a boost. Maybe but only we'll, if they use like, only if they use Bitcoin and crypto, right? <laughs> I think that's all that equates to is in crypto, right? Uh, that is cryptocurrency. Yes. I don't know if the Y the YMCA swimming lessons. They're like, dude, we we teach five year olds how to swim. We we don't do crypto. It's <laughs> it's cash and card. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine me in there with like the five year olds trying to swim and they're like out swimming me? God, that would be embarrassing. I I think that's probably pretty standard for you. So Dale Lakin on Facebook though was referencing our Holder Hill Cabin episode. He said, we stayed in that cabin three years ago and loved it, even though it's one of the clusters of cabins that has become so common in Hochatown, he said he refers to them as neighborhood cabins. This one definitely fell into that category, but still gave that private feel, you know, being being separated from the rest because it's in that forested area. He said this isn't always the, the case when you get a neighborhood cabin. Some of the cabins are stacked on top of each other and offer zero privacy. So the Holder Hill cabin... I think is a winner, according to Dale Lakin. And there was some back and forths about the the Holder Hill cabin in there as well. But I'm telling you, words getting around about uh, you know this little community down there, southeastern Oklahoma. I think more importantly, words getting around about this little podcast called oh. the Only in OK Show over here in Western Oklahoma down there. So the Season Cafe, yes, posted on Facebook thanking us for doing the show that they really strive to do to satisfy everyone that has chosen them as a restaurant. Right. They said that we're awesome at explaining explaining how delicious their food is. Telling you. They said, we love what you guys do, and we already have your listeners coming in to eat the food. And there's a reply on the post that they put on Facebook from Julie Adams that said, we had breakfast this morning. And I meant to tell you that I heard the podcast, and that's how we found you. You know, I will say this. I would caution them to name a food after our podcast simply because if you read it, it goes against everything that we said about their food. Would you buy an omelet that was only an okay omelet? No, because it suggested it's just an okay omelet. If you're not, you're not well versed in the in the you know the the, the linguistics of the show. You don't want to sell an only an okay omelet. Right? It sounds average. It does sound average. Maybe like the the and, everything 
and everything all at once in Oklahoma. That sounds <laughs> that sounds like a, the name of a freaking podcast, a multiverse podcast about uh, Oklahoma. How about the Britain pancakes? Britain Britain pancakes or Brett Brett and pancakes? Maybe mm. they name a pancake dish after you. They'd have to crumble up bacon and put in there, oh, like spam. If they did spam and pancakes, they could call it the Brett. As long as it can't float in in the pool. <laughs> it's got to be able to sink to the bottom. Uh, well, let me give a little feedback. Can I give some feedback? On who? Sixth Day sixth day Snacks. They're a salsa company out of Oklahoma. Got in touch with them. We tried to touch back and forth, try to get some. So I went and bought some salsa at Morello's uh-huh. Market. We've talked about them a couple times. Yes, we have. Rushed it home and had it. Got their hot, which is like a... I think it's a mango habanero. All right. There's also Verde. Dude, so good. If y'all get a chance and you're in the, if you're in the metro area, you can get them at Crest and more. You can get it at Crest and Norman, Morello's. And then there's some places kind of in, in southeastern part of the... What's the name of this company again? Sixth Day Snacks. Was it that a Schwarzenegger movie? No, like that was... Like a cloning... No, what, what was that? I think there was a... A Schwarzenegger movie called the Sixth Day. The Sixth Day. Is I feel it? like I feel are like naming, was. Did they name this salsa company or snack company after a Schwarzenegger movie? Six. No, is it the Sixth Day? The Sixth Day is a movie about salsa. A two thousand, two thousand three, two thousand American science fiction action film. Okay, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he is illegally clone. Are they illegally cloning salsa or I don't know. snacks? Well, that, if that's the case, I bought some of the damnedest, best cloned salsa. Maybe they were cloned. I, I just don't. I think it's awesome. Yeah, locally made. Yeah, I just don't want to find out at any point in time that it's made out of people. Like I, I just like that's outside of my wheelhouse. I like to eat local and fresh. And non-clone or people. Well, Six Day Snacks isn't out of Broken Bow, but interesting twist. They're out of Broken Arrow. This is the freaking Twilight Zone. It is the travel and tourism Twilight Zone. Broken Arrow, also really good movie from around that time. That's true. John Woo, Christian Slater, John Travolta. Yes. A lot of people hate that movie. I why? love that movie. I don't know. I don't know why people hate stuff. I, I I don't get it. I don't get people. I don't get people that hate things. I just don't. And one last thing, the post that I made about the candy corn, did you see it? Yes. It went kind of crazy. People were going nuts. Oh, well, gelatins and everything. Well, 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 Mike. It's it was a, a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a freaking joke. But if you want more jokes like that, seriously, this is the place to be. Yeah, and I tell you what. What? If you know somebody that gets our sense of humor, that doesn't know about us yet, let them know about the show. If you you think they're not going to get our jokes, don't tell them. We need all the help we can get. Or do we? We always need help. Our Facebook page is almost to 10 Gs, y'all. We're in the final push. As soon as we hit 10,000 followers. Then we got to move it to a million. But we're going to give stuff away. Pink Cadillacs. You might no. We don't have pink Cadillac money yet. <laughs> Maybe we should be working for Mary Kay, right? <laughs> well, anyway, this has been the only, only 
This has been the only an okay show. New shows every week. Special thank you to our sponsor, Bravado Wireless. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. You know, when you make it onto the only an okay show, you can pretty much rest assured you arrived. Well, you know, we did we did resurrect one community from the ashes. I'm kidding. That's a hill I'm willing to die on right there. Yeah. What are your top five hills that you would die on, Harley? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, you and the the top five and your rating systems. Listen, I gave it three out of five. I loved it. We didn't say that about the season cafe, though. I gave it three out of five on the Richter scale. Right. How do you feel? What does that mean? How do you feel about people doing um, 11 out of 10? All right. Does that bother you? I also don't like the people who do the, I give it three Bud Lights up. <laughs> like, what? What does that mean? I give it three Dos Equis. <laughs> I give it four <laughs> thumbs up. You only got two of them. <laughs> Not, you can count my, my pinky toe. My, my whole family gave it a thumbs up. That's your 12 of us. My, tum th- my thumb toes. My thumbs. My tomes. Tune in next week when we discuss pizza. Soap. What? Soap. The show Soap? Yeah, it was called Soap. Because you wanted me to do the previously on. I didn't realize that show was so old. Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s. It had some players on it, though. It did. You know what's funny is YouTube does not... Like, YouTube has a lock on soap, apparently. You can watch it, but you gotta pay me some money. It's nine ninety nine an episode. Why is it nine ninety nine an episode? Because it's vintage. Have you seen the vintage market? I've been to a vintage market. I didn't know there was a, a, a monopoly on vintage videos. YouTube, the home of vintage videos. <laughs> Mel's dying, twenty one ninety nine an episode. Why? Because of the cliffhanger at the end. There wasn't a cliffhanger. They turned the light off in the diner. Yeah, but we don't know where Mel went after that. <laughs> I always like Robert Guillaume. <laughs> you remember Kate and Allie? Two single moms raising kids together? No. Do you remember Cagney and Lacey? M.D. Mohib Mohib. Sounds legit. Member of 11 groups. He's been on Facebook for 12 weeks. He's a member of 11 groups, and all of them are... HRD Corp Trainings, Washington Boats for Sale by Owner, Rabita, New Pinstripers. Is that a pilot's license? (laughs) (laughs) You know a song that wouldn't play today? Not a chance. Ray Stevens, Ahab the Arab. Oh, yeah. Not a chance, dude. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I think Yakov Shmirnov is is racist and he's Russian. He did everything. I mean, he racially appropriated every aspect of Russia. Oh, you yeah. remember Yakov Shmirnov? Oh, yeah. He has a... Um, a podcast? No, I think he has a restaurant. Yakov's? That... I wanna, dude, I want to say it's Branson. It's got to be. Got to be. I got to look at I think Ray Stevens, until he died, was all about Branson Yakov Smirnoff. Once his career bottomed out, I mean, that's where novelty acts go to thrive and die. 
Wayne Newton went from being the king of Vegas to being the king of freaking Branson. I think he's back in Vegas now, but when t- people tell me they're going to Branson. You just want to go, why? You know, I, I, always, I always say, are you old enough? <laughs> I mean, he's a He taught at Drury University in Missouri State University. Wow. Uh, how old is he? 75? He was born in 51. 51. 72. Yeah, 72 years old. Speaking of which, Paul Rubens, man. Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, he died. Yeah. Good riddance. That's what you're going to say. That's what you get for playing with your thingy back in the 2000s. Early 2000s, late 90s. Huh. You know what? What? He's not Russian. He's not? No. Yakov Smirnoff, a legendary actor and comedian, invites you to Branson, Missouri in 2023. Yakov Smirnoff is a legend in American comedy. After escaping from Ukraine in 1977, which was part of the Soviet Union at the time, he became a United uh, came to the United States with nothing but a dream. Okay, so technically, he's from USSR, yes. but he's not Russian. He is from Ukraine. I bet you he's got some jokes about Ukrainians. Oh, I bet. <coughs> you do anything fun this week? They do anything fun this week? They do. This week. You know what I did this weekend? Camping. I almost killed myself. It was so hot. Stupid. It's stupid hot right now. Like, I just think everything just needs to take a break until September 25th. So we went camping because we had some repair work to the camper. (sighs) And, dude, there was a point in time. So, yes, it's hot, but it's not. It's unbearable. It's not into the world hot. (laughs) I was watching a, a video earlier where somebody was calling out the BBC because the BBC has all their weather maps, yeah, and it looked like all of the colors. It's like, holy crap, the whole UK is on fire. Right. Just based on the... And it's 80. Yeah, and they were talking about the the temperatures and stuff, and they were like, the hottest temperature that they had yeah. is like a temperature that older people will have their house set on on the inside. Like, that's a comfortable temp, But, like, the whole thing is red, and they so they reached out to the BBC and asked them, and they're like, oh, that's not political or anything. We're not, like, that's just the way they are. We changed them in 2017, so obviously it's not political. Mm. Like, really? I guarantee somebody over there is not going. You know, if it wasn't for the humidity, I think it'd be just fine. One of the colors is, like, green. Yeah. You know, like, grass green. Like Ireland. No. And, you know, obviously that's the good temperature. You know, it's green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody said the bottom of the, bottom end of the green scale is like literally freezing. Like it's literally you can freeze water yeah. at the bottom end of that temperature. Like that's how bad you have to skew it. So what is, and of course they're in Celsius, right? So it's probably like 55 Celsius or something like that. What's the conversion rate on Celsius versus Fahrenheit? Uh, it's, a stupid it's a dry heat, governor. <laughs> it's 45 degrees Celsius in this bitch. I don't think they would say that. Yeah, but I'm looking at CNN's weather map. Yeah. And, like, the highest temperature on here is in Dallas at 103 on this map. But that whole thing looked like fire. Well, here's the thing. I took a walk outside today. It was 100 degrees. If you're not... I think it's really hot. If you're doing strenuous activity, not drinking enough water, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that this kind of heat can't kill you, but I feel like... It's sure it's hot, but it's not as hot as it's been in the past. Am I wrong? Okay, so to calculate Celsius or 
to get the Fahrenheit version of Celsius, it's the Celsius number. So if it's 20 degrees, that's times 0.1 or 1.8 um, would be plus 32. So 70 something degrees. Oh, okay. It's, I just don't, I, I, here's but you the said thing. you almost killed yourself though. That's why I was. Okay. Yeah. No, but it was a hundred degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a hundred degrees outside and the campers in the sun all day long. Oh yeah. Because I did not do a good job of picking a shady spot. Did you not? Do you not have the same place that you've, you've had at Elephant Rock, the same one? Do you, or no, do no, no, no. Okay. Just, just different ones. In the okay. Area. But I didn't look at, I didn't remember the way the trees were set up around right. it on this particular spot. So the sun was on it all day long. So there's a certain point in time yeah. where 100 degrees pretty much cancels out any benefit that you're getting from the air conditioner. The oh, air yeah. conditioner is just going as fast as it can. Yeah. But you're in a tin can, basically. But you're in a, in a hot tin can in yeah. the sun. So it was, you know, I don't know, unbearable in the camper, probably 90 degrees inside of the camper. Yeah. So we literally just went driving. <laughs> and just nap, just pull in the parking lot. Pretty much. Piggly Wiggly and yeah. nap. Well, you know. We went for a drive to cool down. There's probably some cabins in and around the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Broken Bow area. Um, we've talked about them a few times. There's some cabins down around there. Probably got some air conditioning. Although there's one, where is that one that didn't probably have air conditioning? <laughs> the one that, that looked like the, the A-framer. I'm going to play that from the survival podcast thing. I shared it on the Facebook page, but I don't want to play it. Screw this. We're going to go somewhere where people aren't completely crazy. Turned out Oklahoma was a place people weren't completely crazy and uh, not man- mandates everywhere and things like that. So we rented an Airbnb and went to a place called Broken Bow. Oh, Broken Bow, Oklahoma. It's the new uh, Oklahoma. I love you. The rest of y'all got to get it together because Broken Bow is on everybody's mind. Yeah. I mean, they're they're doing a bang up job that, that podcast that I was listening oh, yeah. to him as he was talking about the dangers of being in the airbnb business right now he's like if you're super leveraged mm-hmm. and you're in a spot where there are a lot of airbnbs you gotta watch it because he said it's basically supply is meeting demand yeah and he said so any downturn in vacationing means you know you're you're losing yeah you're yeah. you're losing out and if you're leveraged to the to the gills with debt to pay for it, it's not going to be a happy day. You know, unless you're because banks are giving that money out like candy yeah. right now. Well, unless for you're the past ten years, unless you're a company or a business like Seasoned Cafe, where you've literally every sock drawer, every mason jar, every coffee can you've had for the last five years, yeah, has prepared you. But I don't think I think it would be really hard in the Airbnb business when the money's just flying at you. Yeah, when you can buy when you can buy a, a house or build a build a cabin or buy a cabin and rent it out and cover all of your bills, mm-hmm. and the bank is more than happy to let you do it again because you're successfully doing the first one. Right. It's real easy to go. Okay, now I have you know ten of these. Yeah. And I have you know three million dollars in debt, but I'm We've chugging got, along. Yeah, we got ten of these going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. You know, it's easy for that to catch up with you if things take a dramatic turn. So it scares me a little bit. But, dude, overall, tourism in the state of Oklahoma is killing it. You know, it's funny. I looked at the numbers, and I'm just going to say it's got to be 
you know me and my percentages. It's got to be 67% higher it was than we, when we started this. Uh, yeah. So when we started this show, tourism was generating $7.1 billion in Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's up to 12. That's, that's I'm just going to say yeah. the only an okay show has been pushing tourism. We've been on the front lines. Since 2019, and it's almost double now. We've been doing this since 2019? Barely. We, we touched yeah. the end of it. You know what's funny when you think about it, because I was talking to Tara about this. She's like, yeah, we, y'all been doing this for four years. I'm like, but tell me right now that from 2019 to about 2021, 22, is almost a blur. Yeah, that, and that was hard, too, because there was not a happening. Yeah. Like, it's hard to talk about festivals when all the festivals are locked down. It was, was the Remember When podcast. Yeah, there was a um, a post that I'd put on Facebook about, I think it was the McLeod Blackberry Festival. Right. And I put it up on Facebook, you know, 2020. They were doing all of the stuff, like yeah, it was yeah. social distancing. You weren't allowed to get out of your car. You couldn't actually eat the berries. No, no. They'd, br- <laughs> they'd bring them to you, and they were, like, packaged, and they throw them from six feet away. and <laughs> You know, you drop a $5 bill out the window, like stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I put the post up on Facebook and I was like, you know, um, a lot of these small towns, you know, like depend on these festivals, Mm -hmm. you know, go out and show your love if you're in the neighborhood or whatever. It looks like they're taking care of all of the, the, the COVID stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you should be safe. And dude. We got eviscerated on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they tore us to pieces Like, we were personally, you know, coughing in people's open mouths on purpose to spread the disease. And, like, can you believe this shithole town or this shithole state that we live in? And they're doing this when people are dying. And I was like, wow. But look how much we've grown up since then. <laughs> to the tune of about five billion dollars. Well, not only that, but I mean, just the the opinions. Oh, that was such a what a you know what a vitriolic, divisive. Oh yeah, you were either you were it was it was warring factions. Oh yeah, and if you were anywhere in the middle, you got trampled. Oh yeah. It's I, I and look, even even it, no matter what side you pick, somebody yeah. hated you. Like yeah. your mom decided that you were you know Satan because yeah because you had the wrong opinion. Well, like, like mom, you've been my mom my whole life. Not anymore. By the way, your dad's not your dad. It's the <laughs> postman, and he died. Bye. Um, I remember working in 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 retail, and I'm telling you right now. You had people that were staunchly against wearing masks. We couldn't make them wear a mask. We could suggest it. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't deal with you with a mask on. Wearing a mask. And I had people literally throw themselves away from me because I wasn't wearing a mask. I had a lady pin herself, when I walk, was walking through Walmart, pin herself up against the shelf with her face to the shelf when I walked by her. <laughs> I mean, it's just insanity. Speaking of things that aren't crazy, you know the dragon. It's not this Sunday, but next Sunday they're also doing a Wednesday show. Now, hear me out. I know Wednesday's a school night. It's also a record night. Sunday's also a, re- a edit night. I really want you to go with me. Uh, where's it at? Warren. 
50th anniversary. Dude, but it's the Warren. Can we call the Can we Palace Duncan call Twin? Du- or? I know. I know. Palace Twin, if you're hearing Winchester. Anywhere but there. We saw that song for Internet Dragon. Bruce Lee was not from Oklahoma. He wasn't. He this wasn't. Is the worst only in Oklahoma episode ever. Speaking of Bruce Lee, Ty Mac, Bruce Leroy, is going to be at the Rodeo Cinema doing a showing of, you guessed it. What, where did it go? <laughs> the Last Dragon? The Last Dragon. They're doing a showing of Last Dragon at Rodeo. When is this? Uh, Has that dude aged a minute? No, he hasn't. He looks 20 years younger. When he did that... Better, yeah, he looks better than we do. 1985, dude. This movie came out in 1985. That was almost 40 years ago, and he looks 20 years younger today. That's not possible, dude. He's a vampire. He has to be a vampire. Hey, I remember that that movie came out about the same time that... There was a point in the 80s, especially late late 70s to early to mid-80s, especially... Is a vampire. He's a vampire. Where um, karate was king, especially oh, yeah. after Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. 1985 to, to what? About 80, 88? Yeah, 90, 90, 91. Yeah. But there was a point where there was a lot of Bruce Lee. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you, this guy is a vampire. Yeah. It's there is not, no way. He's got to be 60 years old, 1964. So he's right at 60 years old. Yeah, he's he looks better than any six year old. I saw him and was like, Are you kidding me right now? He looks like he's twenty five. No, okay. he did it. Bringing fake news to the show. Fact check false. Do you ever play with a yo yo when you're a kid? Uh, oh here we I I'm I'm ready I'm bracing myself for this one. When I was a kid we couldn't afford yo yos, I had to take an old tire iron, put some chain on it, and uh, spin an old wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah, I had yo yos. What the hell? What were you expecting to come out of my mouth when you said, did you play with a yo-yo when you were a kid? Oh, something about, I don't, a rat ate it? I don't know. That's honestly what I thought was going to happen. But it made me think of this. I came home with a yo-yo. My my stepdad said, yo-yos are for girls. And he choked me out with it. Dr. Schwartz said, prison ain't the easiest place to think. When there was no meat, we ate fowl. There's no fowl, we ate crawdad. There was no crawdad to be found. He ate sand. He ate sand. He ate sand? That's right. Yep. Best Nicolas Cage movie ever. Ever. Yeah. There's not there's not a there's not an argument. There's not a dispute. No. Best Nicolas Cage movie ever. Walking down old nine mile. Got the sandwich in one hand. And in the head in the other. other. <laughs> Alright. I think we need to get on with okay. the show. I'm on the check. Yeah. Welcome home, son. Where's it been? <laughs> Never. No retreat. No surrender. No, I'm trying to get him to go see Enter the Dragon 50th anniversary. He keeps going, uh, 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 uh. He said, let me talk to my mom. I said, I said, I said, is it okay? Is it okay? Can I talk? He is a douche. And I am Harley. Can we get on with the effing show? Oh, I got a, I, I got I was something. trying to find tickets. I'm trying to sell something on He's Facebook off. Marketplace. Are you, are you impressed, are you impressed by it? Yeah, no. This is definitely me showing off. Three, two, one, go! 
Well, story time. I'll tell you about the time me and your daddy did that thing with him two things down at the thing. God. I remember when he put his thing in that thing down there at the thing, and I was like, what in the hell is he doing with that thing? <laughs> you know, I found a show that is on Tubi okay. that has been ranked. No, it's a podcast that's been ranked. That has been ranked by multiple news outlets, news outlets as the best. The best tourism yes, podcast yes, yes. on the planet. In you know, the you know world. what it is not? Oh, it is not the only an okay show. What is it? You want to know what else it's not? Any damn good. What is it? It is so overproduced. I don't even want to bring it up. Go ahead. It's called the Armchair Explorer. Is he broke all that? No. Where's it from? I don't know. Uh, are you dying? No. No, I'm not. Can we get on with it, please? Three, two, one, Ooh. go. Three, two, one. I'm going to do the show as Duke Nukem. Three, two, one, snap into a Slim Jim. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Does it sound like Duke Nukem? No, you sound like you're going to snap into a Slim Jim. Cup of coffee in the morning, yeah. Cup of coffee in the morning, yeah. I'm going to do the show. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay, oh, hang on. I'm gonna, no. Okay, myself. go for it. Go for it. Don't wanna be. I didn't think so. All by myself. My eye has been dewy lately. Why don't? All right, let's do the show. <laughs> watching you put eye drops in is like watching a Roger Corbin flick. Roger Corman, not Corbin. Corman. <laughs> what I say, Corbin. Corbin. Corman. <laughs> yeah, it's just gross. Let's go. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Lower Mountain Fork River and Broken Bow. And later in the show, $2 billion. Why don't we just skip over the... We don't need to do Oklahoma. We already know what's at. Do you do... Dude, it's just... Three, two, one. Shut up. And welcome to the show. Today we're... Today. 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 I'm a freaking Todaywad is what I am. You remember that time when you actually said today? That nope. was... It was before. I don't it was, remember it. So it wasn't today, though. <laughs> it definitely wasn't today. Okay. Okay. It was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. COVID-A. COVID-A. Okay. Three, two, one.